0: Welcome to your weekend, everybody. It's week four in the National Football League. We got a college slate. We got an NBA Finals game tonight. Game two. We'll take you there to the bubble an hour from now when we're done. So much to talk about. It's Carmen and Mike North, and we are the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap each and every Friday night on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app, and uh, we are rocking and rolling, Mike. It's been a little bit of a tough start picking winners and our best plays here early in the year. Don't but, be nice. Uh, listen. Don't be nice. You're too,
2: You're a classy guy. That's what I've always loved about you. <laughs> but call it like it is. I suck. I'm 1-10. <laughs> Wait a minute. If anybody else was 1-10, see, handicappers don't criticize handicappers. No. You know why? Because everybody's been down this road.
0: We've all been there.
2: I haven't been there in four years, though. So yep. for me... You know what? Last week, I, I after the games, I was, you know, I'm going, God, man, I can't believe this team didn't cover it. And then I went about my business. Yep. The first week, uh, or the second week, I was more upset. It's what it is. And I, 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 when I brought up today, Carm, about the fact that you guys were talking already, and I didn't know this, about there being no preseason. And with my system, the bad teams – I need them to cover, and it's just not happening yeah. right
0: now. But you're, and this is what I do. Uh, I, I love you're you sticking with it. You're, sti- you know, you oh, have yeah. that conviction. You believe That's in the it. system. That's a- it. Everybody goes on bad runs, but you still sort of. I'm ha- not you- on ESPN without it. Yeah, you have to handicap what in the way you know best, and what's been a proven winner for you. The last I four years.
2: won 18 out of 20 games two years ago. I was literally <laughs> when I worked for Vegas scores and odds, yeah. the best in the country, hmm. and, and 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 people in Vegas were saying it last year very good. This year, I'm maybe the worst in the country. It's no different than if you're Javi Baez. You know, one one year you're hitting 300, the next year you're hitting a buck 95. You just try to get out of the rut. Now, mm. I think I'll come back and win because we've only played what, three weeks?
0: Three weeks, yep.
2: And I, I picked uh, three picks today uh, on, on the Carmen and Yurko show, and folks, if you don't listen to them, what
3: are you oh, doing? Shame on you. That's Shame
2: right. on you. And... I'll tell you what those picks were later, but you know what? I'm going to tread a little softer. I told everybody I was going to go light, but don't. I want everybody to know this: if you're fading me, good for you. If you're not, and it's your first year, I feel bad. And if you've been listening to us or you've been following me for more than uh, uh, well three, four years, you've made money. So there's three people. I want everybody to win, and I bet my own picks. Quite yeah. frankly, I mean, bankruptcy might be an option. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I got to get well, back. No, I'll gonna... get inside. I got to get back, and we're
0: ready to go. We're going to get through it for sure. You know, one thing yeah, that you did bring up, and you were asking Yurko about earlier today when you were on with us, Mike gives us the bonus play at 11.45 every Friday morning. The boner play. The boner play, the bonus play. But, you know, you brought up a good point with Yurk just about how uh, – he no preseason might be affecting some of the bad teams Absolutely. even more it might be affecting the teams that had to go through coaching changes even more i mean what we are seeing right now mike is there seems to be a greater disparity between the haves and haves. nots we've seen a ton of overs and we're seeing like a, more of a disparity than you normally expect or anticipate when you come to uh, when you're in your handicap in football on sundays when both teams are are professional
2: The totals used to be, when I was a kid growing up, 34 and a half, 35.
0: Can you imagine now?
2: The big one, a big one, a big scoring game, 43 and a half. Unreal. Okay, now I'm looking at this garbage. And that's what this football is, folks. It's turned more college-like. And the pros were always distinguished for being hard-hitting in defense. New Orleans, 54. I mean, I can go all the way down the line. Arizona, 51. Jacksonville, 49. I mean, Minnesota, Houston, which you'd think would be a defensive uh, tussle, 51. Now, let me tell you, I know this from past experience. Durst and Carmen does too. There's going to be a week where there's going to be twenty to tens yep. and 17 seventeen thirteen. It happens.
0: You're right. Yep. You we just got to try to find the right week. I mean, That's you look it. at the board this week. Mike's right. I mean, it, it's literally it's with north of fifty totals. I mean, it's, it's sad. A, the, t- the total in the Dallas Browns game is fifty six. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, the Bears. You want to know what's unbelievable? The oh. bear. The Bears at three and zero. Quite frankly, is unbelievable. It is maybe. The biggest statistical anomaly we've ever seen in the NFL, Mike, that they're 3-0. and They've had two fourth-quarter comebacks where they trailed by 16 or more. No team has two of those in the last 40 years. The Bears yeah. have two in the first three weeks. It's crazy. That's why we have two capable quarterbacks.
2: I'm not falling into who's starting. Hey, whoever's starting, I want to see win. I didn't say Trubisky was was uh, going to start forever. I just said he was going to start the season. And how about this? They share that record together. It's perfect for this football team. I have an angle. And boy, do I need an angle? Yeah, of course. I mean, Todd Furman, today when you put the promotions, Todd Furman and Mike North with angles. Here's my angle, okay? Yeah. Bottom line is the Bears are benefiting because last year, they didn't have a preseason, and they're benefiting because they're used to that. There are some teams that need that preseason, big and and little. And I'm telling you right now, Foles, who led the league last year in turnovers until he got benched, okay, is a guy that if he has a bad t- a time of it and he's going to one of these days, you bring Trubisky in, or if there's a, 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 a he's having trouble getting out of uh, the. Clutches of the defensive line of the other team, no escapability. You bring Trubisky in, maybe if they're struggling, I don't think we've seen the last of Mitch Trubisky. You might be right. Have I? Have we seen the last of him in a, playing for the Bears? I mean, people were saying get rid of him last
0: week. No, I mean you're not going. He's your backup for the year. And in, in the history, if anything, history shows us that whether it's going to be due to poor play or injury, Nick Foles probably not going to be able to finish the last you know 13 but, games, Mike. I mean, a
2: very good point, Carmen. By the way. You know, I thought I'd seen it all when I saw McCann catch a no hitter for the Chicago White Sox, and he was hitting three forty at the time. And then he didn't play three games in a row after yeah. that. But here's what's really funny: I thought I'd seen it all. Trubisky went thirteen to twenty-two for one hundred twenty yards, one touchdown, one interception, and he was he was responsible in a big way for one of the wins. But he was two and zero, and he got yanked. Yeah. I have never seen that, but it was a terrible interception. And I think Nagy said, "Man, you know what? Let's see what the other kids got." And he turned out right, so and,
0: and, give credit. And even more than the interception, I think the overthrow at the end of the first half to Anthony Miller that was weighing heavy on Matt Nagy's yeah. mind. As yeah. far as this week, you know, a Todd Furman. Speaking of Todd, he dropped an interesting nugget that uh, I did not even dig up in my research this week. I like this: the the Bears are a, a perfect three and zero, and they're a home underdog now. This is only the 11th time that's happened, Mike, since 1978. And Todd made the point that the dog has cashed big time in this spot to the tune of 9-1 against the number. You know my thoughts on the Bears. I don't like betting them normally anyway. I think there's too much emotion involved. But for the people that can't get away from it, you play the Bears when they're getting points, not when they're laying them. Uh, they're 7-5 and five when they take points under Nagy. They've got two outright wins in this spot this year. So if you, I won't be playing the game, but if you got to take it, I think the Bears and the points would be the play.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, and here's what I would say, too, and Todd brought up some good points. Another good point is that, you know what? Phillip Rivers is good for what ails a very good defense, okay? In other words, A defense that at times struggles, Phillip Rivers can make you healthy by causing, you know, throwing turnovers, interceptions, maybe fumbling the football. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't like either side in this spot. Uh, You know what? Maybe the Bears are getting points because I think the three teams they've played don't have a win yet. Am I right? I
0: think that's exactly right. They've played the Giants. Uh, The Lions have a win. The Lions got one last week. There's one win between the three teams the Bears have played.
2: That's probably a big deal. I think Phillip Rivers is a big deal with the upheaval in quarterback. Uh So I'm interested to see what Foles does as a starter because I think they originally did get him as a backup and they gave Mitch every opportunity. Maybe it's good that Mitch watches for a while.
0: Another team like the Bears that I I never feel comfortable laying points with, but I might be interested taking points, uh, the Browns and the Cowboys this week. We were just talking about the crazy total in that game. It's been bet out to 56. The Cowboys are at home laying four and a half against the Browns team that's kind of figured it out a little bit the last couple of weeks. You know, I think Stefanski's sort of simplifying things, kind of in a way Nagy has with Mitch the last couple of years. They're running the ball more. They're kind of moving the pocket more. They're they're only asking Baker in the last couple of weeks. I think he's only had 22 and 23 attempts. But both wins. Uh, and offense isn't the problem right now for Dallas. We know that, Mike. I mean, they have more yards than anybody in the NFL. They've scored the eighth most points. But uh, this could be a big day for the Browns' defense uh, against the banged-up Dallas offensive line. And I think the Browns have done a nice job just kind of simplifying the game plan. And I think they might hang with Dallas in Big D this weekend.
2: They might. And you know what? I, I was uh, uh, doing the charting of this game, and it started out very strong uh, <clears throat> Excuse me for uh, Dallas. And then there were some pertinent things that came up about Cleveland, so I'm staying away from the game. I mean Baker Mayfield. I mean who had him at two and one, folks. Yeah. I mean you know people were wanting him to be out the door after uh, after the one loss and how you know how can you be doing commercials and all this other stuff. Well, he's looking pretty good right now, so Akarma, I'm not going to argue with you about your pick.
0: Boy, you know, uh I think I saw a stat that the Browns are above five hundred for the first time in like eight years or something. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but they're two and one. <laughs> right. They're not used to it, Mike. No,
2: they're not. And they were a joke for a while oh, and they're man. getting straightened out. I'm happy to see that. Uh I, I, I like Baker Mayfield. I think he's he's a lot, you know, like a lot of us, cocky, you know, if he's sure of himself about things. And uh he seems to have that aura about him that, you know, don't try to push me because I'll get you. So I think they got a leader there. I really do. The guy
0: does make a good commercial. You're, I, oh, those, he does. Those progressive commercials are funny. He's living in the stadium. I like those.
2: And he hasn't uh, done much yet, but, I mean, people are jealous of him. There's no doubt, envious of him. And he's not af- afraid to show, you know, that, hey, he's got a personality, and he and, and, and he will bark back at
0: you. Yeah, We've got so much to talk about. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll give you our best plays a little bit later on. Mike and I have a ton of games in week four oh, that we got to get yeah. to.
2: Some got, interesting a spe- got a special Platter for everybody. A
0: special yeah. platter. We got some oh, college yeah. plays. Jim Miller's been hot, Mike. Jimmy. I mean, this guy's giving out winners every week. He'll give us a Preakness play a little bit later on. And uh, our buddy Luke Pergandi's going to join us. Oh, no, <laughs> Luke Pergandi from Prop Swap. When we come back, don't go anywhere. We're just getting started, folks. It's Mike North and Carmen Defelco, and we're the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, everybody. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. We're rolling along. Well, we're going to take you to NBA basketball in the bubble game, two tonight uh, as the Lakers try to go up 2-0 against the Heat. More on that game a little bit later on. But it is that time in the show when we talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy oh. from Prop Swap.
2: <laughs>
0: And uh, I just sold uh, – actually, I sold a couple of NFL tickets already. I feel uh, good about the Packer ticket I sold because I got more than twice my money for what I paid for it. I sold my Packer ticket – that I bought a couple of weeks ago on PropSwap. That's the fun of it, folks. PropSwap.com to buy oh, yeah. and
1: sell. Luke, what's
0: going on, buddy?
1: Luke. What's up, guys? What's up, Kyle? What's up, Mike? Uh,
0: uh, good, we're Luke. doing good, and I, I feel like I did pretty well. You know, I got about uh, right around where market value, maybe even a little better uh, for my Packer ticket that I sold the other day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you doubled your money. Um, you know, I, I think that when teams get a little bit overvalued, uh, that's the time to get out. And, you know, the Packers are obviously pretty hot, but um, who knows how long this continues with Devonta Adams out. Um, I don't really know what to make of the New Orleans Saints this year. I think that's a really confusing team. Um, so I'm not ready to factor that win too much. Um, but you can always get back in. That's, that's the beauty of this thing yep. is you sell high in the Packers in week three and then you decide in week nine you want to reengage, and you can do that.
0: And, and the Bears are such a public team. I mean, with the three and zero start, are we seeing a lot of action with Bears tickets, Luke?
1: The Bears odds are the Bears are not getting love in Vegas. Uh, I still see them at fifty to one odds. Yeah. Um, so their odds have not dropped. Yes, we definitely have sold tickets on them, but uh, you know people aren't making a ton of profit yet because the, the casinos just haven't dropped the odds hmm. uh, on, on Chicago. Uh, you know what I'm looking at? Uh, you know, BB
2: asked me last night. She goes, "Is that our uh, financial portfolio?" <laughs> and I said, "No, this is the uh, prop swap uh, chart right now for the Miami Heat to win the championship." And it's—I looked up it, I saw it on Twitter, and all of a sudden, there's like a nosedive dive uh, for the Miami Heat right now. So, I mean, the way this works is if you hold on to your ticket, you need to heat—you need to heat bad, oh, right? Man. Coming up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I told, tried to tell everyone going into this series, like if you can sell your Miami Heat ticket at odds of three to one, mm-hmm. which is what they were going into Game One, like get out of that thing. You, the, I saw a ticket. To, this guy bet two hundred bucks at two hundred to one odds, right when uh, I was like last July that he got that ticket. And he sold it for nine grand. Wow! Earlier in the week, like wow. what a, yeah. <laughs> an amazing transaction for him. You know, two hundred bucks into nine grand. Uh, this you know this, this could be a blowout.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean and without no, with the injuries now too with Bam out of bio hurt with Goran Dragic, I mean it looks like it might be. I, it was probably pretty lopsided to begin with, but now it could really get away from the Miami Heat. How about baseball, uh, Luke? You know, as we roll into October here, um, you know, seeing some action there on uh, on the team still alive in the baseball playoffs. Yeah,
1: oh, the the Marlins is is clearly the story uh, on props up. They were four hundred to one. Odds uh, to start the wow. this truncated season. Uh, wow. Their odds are down to like twenty-five to one wow. right now. Um, yeah, I see them at twenty-five to one across the board. They were four hundred to one to start this thing.
0: Wow. Yeah, and that's remember,
2: remember a long time ago, like three weeks ago, when it was going to
0: be Sox Cubs. Exactly. There's yeah. So much for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but this is exactly what Luke's talking about. That you got to get in while uh, that's you know, when they plummet like that. And maybe you know, because if they, we're talking about the Bears and why there's not. You know, Vegas is not totally bought in yet, and their odds haven't dropped a lot. Even though the three and zero, look at the three opponents. Mike and I talked about that. If they beat the Colts, that's when that Bears ticket all of a sudden going into next week might have some more value because then Vegas might adjust those odds a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, no, I I I am a buyer at fifty to one odds. Like I said, we've we've sold a fair amount of tickets on the Bears at fifty to one, and you know the beauty of of prop is that in Jersey you can get fifty to one odds on the Bears, but I would be shocked if any casino in Illinois or any bookie is offering 50 to one odd, just because of the regional bias.
3: Sure.
1: Um, so you have guys out here just betting on the bears and flipping up the people in Chicago, yeah. maybe at odds of 45 to one, you know, still make a nice spread and, uh, it's it's the best odds in Chicago for yeah. sure. Beautiful.
0: All right, Luke, we appreciate the update, buddy. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. See you,
0: Luke. There's Luke, Luke. Pergandy at Luke Pergandy on Twitter and make sure you check out yeah. PropSwap. PropSwap.com. Yeah. If you had at Miami, oh, you the plane's sold going it. down. I yeah. mean, the,
2: really, the plane. Come on. Get, start pulling up. You need the heat.
0: We can spend a minute on that if you want. We're going to take you to everybody to that game at 8 uh, for the tip-off and uh, you know, the Lakers, I mean, this line, look at the adjustment that Vegas made, Mike, going into game two. You know, the Lakers were about a four-and-a-half, five-point favorite in game one when the odds makers opened up the line for game two. In most places, you saw it somewhere around eight. So they already made their adjustment. And then uh, the sharp money started pounding the Lakers pretty good. And, you know, that line's getting out to nine-and-a-half, ten huh. tonight. Without Bam Adebayo, without Goran Dragic, I mean, they they were already in deep. They're only in deeper now. The Lakers just look like... Uh, they are they're on a mission. They've been a favorite in every game of the postseason so far. They're 10-5-1 against the numbers so far. And the great trend for them is this first-half total trend. In the Lakers' playoff game, 16 of them, the total, the over, has hit in the first half 11 out of the 16 times. And I'm on that play again tonight at one eleven 11 in the first half. That's yeah. the only play I have on the game tonight.
2: Well, good. And I, you know what? I will tell you this, that, that – Okay, he's going to win it. LeBron's going to win another one. But you know what? Anthony Davis is the straw that stirs the drink. In Miami, it was Butler, but it was Dragic that was the guy that stirred the drink for them. And if you don't have a guy or if you don't have a guy at 100 percent or if there's anything that deters from what got you there, it's a problem when you're playing two guys like LeBron, who's still a top five guy, and yeah. and and Anthony Davis, who's just sensational.
0: Yeah, you're right. All right, back to the NFL here, Week Four. Yes, as we my kinda, friend. We, that's what we love. It's Week Four already in the National Football League, and uh, we're working our way through the board for everybody. There's another uh, interesting one that I circled and. It's Brian Flores in those scrappy Miami Dolphins. There's something about them, Mike. They, the Fish have covered four of their last five as a home dog of a field goal or more. And they're getting more at home this week because they are hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Now, we've talked about many times on this show how Seattle has really bucked the uh, breakfast football trend. You know, normally that's a tough trip for teams from the West Coast having to play in the early window on the East Coast. But uh, this Seattle team has won 10 straight games playing in that window. The Seahawks are 15 and 6 straight up mm-hmm. in such games under Pete Carroll. It's incredible. And they're averaging six and a half yards per play this season, which is fifth best in the NFL. So Russell Wilson and that offense looks great. But this ain't the Legion of Boom, Mike. And I feel like laying close to a touchdown on the road in the early game here, that's too much. I think the Fish are going to be competitive this Sunday.
2: Yeah, by the way, my leans and our leans last week combined were like 4-1. and one, That's folks. good. So listen to that. I mean, you know what? I'm not doing well on my best bets, but my leans in college football last week, yes. I was like... Uh, uh, lean and love uh, winning more than losing but I I just got to get the picks right today and this is one that I would lean uh Miami with carm I got to be honest I'm with, with you. you Seattle okay I like Seattle uh they gotta you know they got to make the trip uh I, right now they're charted at minus uh six and a half but I almost made this a pick of mine mm-hmm. uh not many people I don't think are going to ride the Miami Express, okay? Uh, I don't think they believe. I don't think betters believe in them. And until Miami proves what they can do, uh, I think and, – and they're one of the teams, I would say, Carm, that needs preseason. Maybe. Um, but maybe, you know what, they can keep it within the line of margin. You know, the last two weeks, Vegas has taken a beating. Is that going to happen three weeks in a row? Uh, because if if they're going to take a beating, I think Seattle's going to cover this game. Right,
0: that's where you have a lot of the big favorites uh, just no winning doubt. and winning and winning and that's no doubt take a beat. Most people are you know play favorites. right? They
2: haven't adjusted to the bubble.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm with Mike on that. Nice heavy lean on Miami. That was one of Todd Furman's good ones with uh, York and I earlier today. You got zero three versus zero and three Vikings and Texans. I mean, you know, you talk about. Uh, who's more desperate? I, I don't know how you start to figure that. I mean, I think you just have to sort of look at the analytics of the game more than anything else here because you, you, everybody's desperate when you're 0-3. I mean, these were two teams that were expecting to be competitive, especially the Vikings. But here they are at 0-3 on the road at the Texans, and they're getting 3.5 points. People probably know I love Mike Zimmer when uh, he's a dog, 18-9 against the number as coach of the Vikings when he gets anything over a field goal. So that's uh, nice and strong. But, geez, the Vikings last week – you had two incredible performances offensively, Mike. He had 180 yards out of Dalvin Cook. Justin Jefferson, the rookie receiver, had 175 yards. They're at home, and they still lost that game. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was a toughie. And, and you know what? You, Zimmer was very uh, – how would you say it? The uh, co- I got a college word. Uh, Kurt? No. Yeah,
0: Kurt, that's good. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah it's Something I heard not long ago, and (laughs) and and he wasn't happy. Some guy actually laid out to him. He goes, "Hey, what's the issue here, Coach? You look." He goes, "I'm here for facts, not opinions." Well, the fact was he was going to tell them what you just said. Yeah. What is wrong with you guys, you know? Him. And I think that this is one of my picks okay. at the end of the show. Good. we'll save it. Yeah, and it's an interesting pick. Don't go away, folks. And remember, you're free to fade me. I'm the guy that used to tell you, don't fade me, That's and you'd right. get hurt. And yeah, I was right. But right now, you're free to fade me if you like. But I got a strong pick for this
0: Mike's one. Mike's going to make you pay at some point. I'm going to we'll-
2: make you pay so bad, all you people. When we come back, oh. we, uh,
0: we'll look at the college <laughs> slate a little bit. We got some yes. good uh, SEC games. Let oh, SEC I got
2: Games.
0: I know we got some fun stuff to talk about there. Can Oklahoma bounce back in the Big 12 after a stunning upset last week? Mike and I'll continue to talk about that, and then Jim Miller with Pony Pictures.
1: That.
0: yeah, that's our guy. Don't go anywhere. It's Carmen and Mike North. We are the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. Coming right back. This is the Odds Couple
1: with Carmen devalco
0: and Mike North on ESPN 1000. back inside the odds couple. follow us on Twitter. Mike is at north to north. I'm at Carmen defelco. we do it every Friday night for you seven to eight. Then you get the Encore replay Saturday mornings at 8. So important during the football season. We are presented by Prop Swap. When we're done at 8 o'clock tonight, we'll take you down to the NBA bubble in Orlando. Game 2 between the Heat and the Lakers. Mike and I touched on that a little earlier. Time to look at some college football. Some uh, interesting games inside the SEC this weekend. Way back when, let's say, I think it was 2012, Mike, when A&M first joined the SEC. Johnny Manziel stunned Alabama Alabama hasn't lost to AM since. And people might be familiar with this stat. It's uh kind of Belichickian in a way because Belichick always does so well. I like against, that. Right? He yeah. does so well against his former assistants. Did you know that Nick Saban is nineteen and oh against his former assistants, including three and O against Jimbo Fisher, and Alabama's laying a big number at home against AM this weekend, laying eighteen, but Boy, the Aggies did not look sharp against Vandy last week. I kind of like Bama this weekend a little yeah, bit.
2: Yeah, what's the money line play? You have to put your family on the line. I mean, if, uh, really? If you take Alabama. I mean, I don't even know. I didn't look at the money line. I wouldn't think of probably betting it because the money line has got to be insane. But that's not the point. I mean, yeah, and Johnny Manziel, who I who I loved, by the way. I, I'm sure it will come as no surprise to a lot of people <laughs> that know me. I love the guy because he represented – the regular Joe, the guy that said, I'll play Sandlot football on Saturday and become all that, even though I don't really give a damn. And that's what I didn't like about him, his work ethic. I hate that. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, he turned me off, but he did make a difference. Uh, I, you know, this is a it, this is a, no, a nothing game. Alabama's a powerhouse. I, I, wouldn't even, so. I wouldn't even touch it. I mean, I don't expect them to lose this game. If they lose this game, it's an upset of the century. It is, and I,
0: would, and I wouldn't uh, be fooled by uh, their failure to cover last week as a big no. favorite at Missouri. I mean, they were up 35-3 I, I, in the third corner. I think they just kind of at some point, you know, you're like, okay, you take the foot off the gas a little. So, you know, they didn't cover that huge number. But, yeah, I think Alabama kind of stretches its legs at home this weekend a little bit. There's also going to be fans in Tuscaloosa. It'll be about 20,000 fans allowed in the stand. I'm sure they'll make some noise. So, yeah, I think Bama probably rolls this weekend if I had to guess. Not a game I'll be playing, but just Mike and I like to give you our thoughts on a lot of these. Memphis, uh, SMU's a little mm-hmm. interesting, too. I, I think back to that game last year. Uh, I remember being on uh, SMU, getting the five and a half. Mm-hmm. That game mm-hmm. finished as a six-point game. But, mm-hmm. you know, the story here is Memphis hasn't played in three weeks because of a COVID outbreak. Uh, the total is what's so fascinating. I mean, it's all the way out to 74, Mike. In the meeting last year, there were over 100 points in the game, 102 to be exact, over 1,000 yards Does the of
2: defensive office. coordinator, do they even get a parking space? I don't
0: know if they do. Are they?
2: That. Do they, they even get paid the same amount as they, everybody they else? They have
0: very little interest, let me tell you. In wow. Like this. It's let's go score as many as we can.
2: Are they under some sort of scandal again? I mean, from Larry <laughs> Brown to Dickerson, I'm afraid to even bet them. I'm afraid they won't count it. At any point, I mean, seriously, I... <laughs> at any point. I mean, everything's going good, and then all of a sudden, it's the worst. It's the
0: death penalty. At any point, SMU. You know how bad quiet. you got oh. to be to get the death penalty. Well, they've never. really. Not many teams get it, folks. They've never even really done it again, have they, Mike? I mean, since they well, did no, but SMU. they
2: don't. They don't try to hide their. Their uh, I guess. I guess their trying to get an edge by hiring Larry Brown. I you know, know what I'm yeah. saying to you? I love Larry Brown. He's another one of my heroes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, if you're going to hang out with an older guy and a younger guy right now, that aren't doing anything? Johnny Manziel and Larry Brown? That'd
0: be a fun foursome, actually.
2: Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Play golf with those guys, oh, you know?
0: God. Larry Brown can tell you some stories. That's for oh, sure. Oh, I bet. Oh, God.
2: I mean, seriously. But there's other great games uh, oh, this yeah. week. I mean, you know, and you've got to watch out for, you know, we'll be keeping t- touch. No, So far, COVID hasn't been a problem. For the most part. I
0: mean, in little in little pockets, but it's happening. Like, you know, like they take the NFL this weekend. They've done a good job. They acted quick. They figured it out. They've rescheduled it. Uh, they've they've changed the schedule accordingly. And knock on wood, like, they'll be able to do this. There's been a few outbreaks in college. Notre Dame had to be postponed last week. Luckily, True. they had a bye True. this week. So that eliminated having to postpone another game because there were a few more positive tests. So the schedule kind of worked in their favor this week. But they're, they've rescheduled the wake game, and they're... They're, they're moving on accordingly. Memphis, we just talked about it. Memphis had a little bit of a hiccup. They haven't played in a while, but they get back on track and, and back on the field anyway this week. So it's happening in pockets, but I think it is showing you that these schools and these conferences – have at least been prepared. They've had a plan. Yeah, you know, and you, you just got to you got to find a way to move the drill, right? And that's what I'm they're so doing. I'm so sick
2: of this COVID. Oh, I really I feel bad for people that aren't recluses like myself. You know, I mean, if you're if you're older, oh. you know, it's it's all right. You know, it's okay. I feel bad for the kids. Yikes. you know, uh, they all the athletes have done us a service, to be honest with you, because, I mean, I remember. <laughs> there's so long. When it was gonna just flatten the curve, yeah, we were watching my golf highlights on Golden Tee. I mean, we were just praying for sports. So Jeez. at least those guys have come through, and so is so of the pro sports. Uh, and I think golf missed the mark here, Carm. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the U.S. Open was down. With ratings. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Masters is going to be hurt. I don't care what anybody says going up against football.
0: They're going to be hurt. It's going to be tough. I think yeah. so. we were talking about it on the show, me and your Come on, last week. I, and I love golf. I barely watch I the too. US Open. I mean, I know you do, yeah. And it's like, I barely watch. Even Merkin, who was as big right. a golf fan as I know, it was hard to get they into They
2: missed it. the boat. They could have done their protocols in a week. And they decided to be like everybody else. That has big leagues and teams in different areas and stuff. They did quarantine the guys from overseas, but they could have started a lot earlier. It's
0: going to be tough to be all in on a Sunday yes. at Augusta when you yeah. got the NFL. I, I agree with you. I,
2: I mean, seriously. I mean, I'm gonna. I, if you got you got money on a football team at three fifteen. Yeah. and you're watching Deschambeau and Bubba. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll switch around, but it's not going to be the same. They were the big name in town for that one week. They're hobos now. Yeah. They're the ones jumping on the freight train. That's I, it. I,
0: I will say the Saturday might be fun because if I'm not yes. mistaken. So the Saturday CBS coverage of the Masters is going to lead into Saturday night, LSU, Alabama. So that could be fun. And they but might, the Sunday is done. Uh, Sunday's done. I agree with you. Sunday it It's going to be rough, Mike. It is. Yep. And, you know, look, I mean, Tiger's not uh, competitive right now. He's just, I I don't think he's healthy enough to be. I mean, you guys realize, it seems like forever ago, Tiger's the defending champ at Augusta. But it was was a year ago in April, for crying out loud. I mean, Tiger's the defending champ, and if they could have had that happen this year, it would have been better because he brings in eyes no matter what. But with Tiger not being as competitive right now, I mean, if it's... If it's not close, if you don't have a few big names, I don't know how they're going to You know, he it.
2: always astounds me because he did astound me winning the Masters. But I'll step out again and say forevermore he'll be tied with Sam Snead and he'll never catch Nicholas. It's just his game is gone. Man. No, yeah, he'll never, he'll
0: never catch Jack no. in the majors.
2: Now, no. will no, he no. win another one? That's the thing. If he gets it, but he treats it like I go off twice a week. I'm a hacker. This I, go to, I think I go to the range more than Tiger. I mean, you know what? He's, he's treating it like a club pro now. He's not treating – when he was at the top of his game,
0: he didn't miss a day. Well, I don't think his body can handle it. No. Like, that's the thing. That's right? it. Yeah, it just, he's, he's
2: such an attraction. It's too bad. Yeah. You know, Nicholas was winning tournaments older yeah. than he is now.
0: Jack was 46 when he Six? won his last major, right? Uh,
2: when he yeah. won the Masters.
0: When he won the Masters, yeah, 46. That's so, a...
2: I mean, without 46. Tiger there, now if Tiger was in contention. The NFL might have a problem.
0: Yeah, that's the that's what it's going to take. You're right, and I, didn't, yeah. I mean, there's
2: nobody else.
0: There's nobody else. It's just the way it is. You're totally right. Right. About there's
2: that. nobody. They have the deepest bench. A group of guys I've ever seen that can win on any certain day. But there's no one guy except Tiger yep. and Palmer back in the day. So Arnold right. Palmer and Tiger. That would drag yep. the ratings away from other sporting events like the National Football you, League and others.
0: You are so right. How yep. about how about Oklahoma last week, Mike? Losing as a four-touchdown favorite. Losing outright, didn't they? Now, they go to Iowa State. These ga- Cyclones have kept these games competitive recently. They don't win them. Uh, Oklahoma's won 20 of the last 21, but they've yeah. kept them competitive. And uh, But that was a stunner. I mean, Oklahoma's got to be pretty fired up to try to bounce back. Well, they weekend.
2: should, and and they're giving Iowa State seven. Yep. I charted this thing. It's even. I mean, you know, right now, if I had to lean, I'd lean Iowa State. Wow, okay. I don't think – I mean, are we done with the Lincoln-Riley, you know, the Bob Stoops? Even Bud Wilkinson was a three-time national champ. He had that consecutive game winning streak in Oklahoma. They are. They all get dirty diapers when they coach in the NFL, so don't even bother messing with them. It is what it is. They don't play defense. They're never going to win a national championship again, I don't think, uh, unless they go back to the wishbone, because it's really tough for them to even get into the playoffs now. It really is. Well, with like one
0: Oklahoma. loss, it's already, yeah, I mean, right. and they certainly can't afford another one. No. Uh, although I do think they've made it each of the last three years with one loss. So you can, it, yeah. it, it's possible. But, but it's they, a different year. It's a short. year. It's a short year, I know. And they, they obviously can't slip up again. When we come back next, our guy, Jim Miller. Jim Miller! Jim- I mean, this guy's been so hot, it's unbelievable. I mean, uh, he's giving out winners every week. He'll give us a Preakness play. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on that. And then we'll give you our best plays uh, for the weekend as well. Don't go anywhere. We still got a lot to do. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We're the odds couple. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. Entering the home stretch on this Friday night, it's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. We're the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap, and it's that time to talk to our buddy, the Galloping Gent. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse at Hawthorne Gym on Twitter. He joins us now. He's been red hot lately. Jim yeah. Miller. Jimmy! Oh, my God, Jimmy. You how, how do you do it, my friend?
3: Hey, man, you know what? Maybe I have a horseshoe up somewhere. You don't know. Maybe. But uh, <laughs> it's been one of those things, guys, where I'll tell you, horses are running the way you predict them to run, and that turns out to be a good thing. We got Mucho Unusual at home uh, last week, and it's amazing to think, guys, so much is going on. The Preakness is taking place on Saturday. It's, it's so weird to think the Preakness is here.
0: It's wild. Uh, first and foremost, the thoroughbred meet, the fall meet, is underway uh, at Hawthorne Friday, Saturday, Sunday for well, how many? The, for until we can count the next, uh, you know, how many weekends, Jimmy?
3: Yeah, we're going through the end of the year, so Beautiful. weekends here through the end of the year, and it's really cool because now that we have retail sports wagering open here too, think about it. Come out on a Sunday, play some football games play the horses, and then just go back and forth all afternoon. So it is. It's a really cool setup. It's a great time to be racing here. Weather's nice early on for the meet, so we're going to try to stretch out turf racing as late into the year as we can, too.
2: You know what, uh, Jimmy, and I just got, you know, one, I'm going to ask one question. I You know, the Preakness is uh, something that you enjoy, but we don't have a triple crown winner. And we were just talking about the U.S. Open being down. Uh, I, I just think it's going to be, you know, I, I know it's a different ball game, but uh, the competition is different uh, this year. I think the Masters is going to be down. Uh, the Preakness, because of no star attraction that's undefeated, like Tis the Law, what what do you expect the handle to be? Do you think it's gonna be high, low, in between where?
3: No, it's gonna be down. I mean, everything was down. I think the Kentucky Derby was even down like forty, forty five percent this year just wow. because of the timing and because so much going on. Think about it, you have playoffs everywhere. It's not just a season going on, it's playoffs and then the NFL. So things are going to be down. You have college football going on too. But at the same time, guys, and you're and you're right, Mike, this race is interesting because it's the last leg of the triple crown here Mm -hmm. and you don't have a horse in law going for the triple crown you do get the derby winner authentic back the one thing they did a really good job of for this race though is the placement because you're a month away from the breeders cup Mm -hmm. so if you think about that some of these three-year-olds that may have their eyes on the breeders cup classic are going to be in this race and i think that's the reason you have an 11 horse field instead of maybe a six or seven horse field so it provides a little bit more value in this race but uh the race standing alone, yes, wagering is going to be down this year. But I actually thought the race came up a little bit better than I would uh, would have expected, only for the fact of the placement on the calendar.
0: So can we maybe find a longer shot because of uh, yes. how crazy it is this time around? Yes.
3: You know what? There, there's a chance. And here, here's the thing. All right. Authentic is back off the Derby win. So you have to include authentic in everything that you do. Now, we talked on the Derby day about Thousand Words. This was a horse I liked as well in Thousand Words walked into the paddock, and then freaked out in the paddock, flipped in the paddock, broke the assistant trainer's arm, and had to be scratched from the race. Now, Thousand Words is back here in the Preakness, and it's different at Pimlico. They saddle the horses out on the turf course in the the Preakness. So because of that, you take out that possibility of this horse acting up. So I think a horse like Thousand Words can improve a little bit in this race. And then you get some horses that have maybe learned a little bit, some horses that have improved. So a horse like Max Player, who's going to be 15-to-1 in the morning line, this horse grinded out a fifth-place finish in the Derby, but I think if you box those three horses in the Preakness, if you use now uh, the 5,000 words, the 8, Max Player, the 9, Authentic, Box those three horses, Boxman, Exacta, Boxman, Trifecta. And just like we saw with trying to beat Tisla Law on the Derby, if you can do that in the Preakness, you could get a decent payday again.
0: All right. I love it. Good advice. We got, uh, we got some picks uh, other than that for Give the us weekend, Give some Jimmy. picks,
3: baby! Oh, it. yeah. We got two at Hawthorne, guys. Beautiful. We're here at Hawthorne, so we got to come home to the home track. So two races on Saturday at Hawthorne. Race number three, look to the two horse, 40 pieces. Bet this horse to win in place. First-time starter from the Barn of Trainer, Larry Ravelli, working well, should show speed. And there's some other horses in the race that'll take some money, so you could get a decent price on this one. And then go to race number five, the nine-horse, Wake Up Joe. Again, just about the horse to win in place. This is a horse that loves the Hawthorne dirt, maybe didn't like the poly track at Arlington as much, but is working up an absolute storm, and Wake Up Joe should be able to run very well. So we'll box those three in the Preakness and bet those two at Hawthorne and make some money again.
0: All right, race three at Hawthorne tomorrow. The two-horse win in place, race five, the nine-horse win in place, and then Jimmy's advice for the Preakness, everybody. Take Authentic, the favorite, Max Player, and Thousand Words and box those together. Let's make some money. Jimmy, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.
3: Jimmy! Oh, you got it, boys. Good luck. See you,
0: buddy. You too. There he is, Hawthorne Jim on He's Twitter. He's
2: consistent. He is Jim Miller. He,
0: I mean, I got it. I feel like Jim's given out a winner at least three weeks in a row, right, Randy? Yeah. I mean, it's been nice. I mean,
2: really, the guy's the best. I mean, he Love does a him. good job. He keeps it. Check him out on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim. So two folks does a good job. By the
0: way, our Preakness coverage uh, and the update there was brought to you by Blue Moon. Make it uh, once in a Blue Moon race day. Try the new Blue Moon Light Sky as you watch the the ponies this saturday yeah this crazy covid year i mean we've got we're talking about the masters coming up in november and the preakness in october i mean what what in the world? what are we living through mike i know we ever think we'd see this it's crazy
2: yeah i mean and and the world series going to be held somewhere else
0: Um, yeah i mean the national league championship
2: in Uh, a bubble and the whole ball of wax so it's crazy it really is and uh uh, you know, we just just got to keep hoping and praying that uh, everything's back to normal this time next year.
0: Absolutely. Um, all right, any other NFL games that we need to specifically talk about here before we give our best plays?
2: Well, you know, I, I was looking at the uh, the rest of the board for the NFL, and, and believe me, folks, the NFL's been a tough pick this year. You know, you don't see the usual group of handicappers on Monday morning bragging. Nobody, <laughs> you funny. have not seen a whole lot of that saying, we were 5-1. and one, you know, everybody's like, yeah, sort of getting kicked around a little bit. I mean, Carmen's come back a little bit, but uh, you know what? I was looking – I'll tell you a game that interests me. The Chargers against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Is Tampa Bay for real? Yep. Uh, Chargers are getting seven at Tampa Bay. Uh, is that a game, if you were going to bet, would you lead – Tampa Bay calm with the Brady or do you think the Chargers had just an off day last week or you think they're usually Charger
0: bad? You know, no, no, Chris Godwin always makes a difference. If you ask me, it takes away a big weapon from Tom Brady for the second time in a couple of weeks here. So I think, uh, you know, Brady's got good numbers against the Chargers in his career, uh, nine and two all time. But if anything, I'd probably lean towards the visiting team here. And I think Herbert's played reasonably well, uh, the young rookie and look at, they had the game. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, I get it, but they had the game one against Carolina last week. They dialed up on the last play a perfect hook and ladder, and Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler botched the exchange. I mean, that's as simple as it gets. They had it, and, and it was a bad toss to Eckler's outside shoulder. He still should have caught it, but he took his eye off it and dropped it. He would have walked into the end zone, Mike. I mean, that's it, and it's you, like those are killers. So I I, I kind of like the Chargers, if anything, a little bit. in this.
2: Let game. me tell you something. I had the Jets last, last week, oh. and I watched this guy, Sam Darnold. Don't give Trubisky ever a hard no, time. No, never. Don't, <laughs> folks, please, because if Trubisky had thrown two, two interceptions and run back for touchdowns, he wouldn't even be in this town right now. Okay, I mean, seriously, there is so much bad quarterbacking going on. There is so much, and there's some new stuff. I'll give you another quick one real quick that's going to be a tough game to to handicap, New England. Yeah, I mean, the New England Patriots game. I think people expect New England to hang around with Kansas City, and I'm not so sure that's going to happen. If I had to pick that game, I would lean Kansas City.
0: Now, this is one of my plays.
2: Uh oh, um, all right. You wanna get going on me?
0: Should we get going?
2: Oh, I love when the way you while you're hey, look. You're our knight in shining armor right now, and you you want to get better than three and three. But I just want to get three. So why don't you uh, you start things off? Well, I am
0: going to start. I'll start with that game. That's one of the marquee games of the weekend. Let's face it. It's Patriots and Chiefs. And uh, here's the thing. Bill Belichick is not a touchdown underdog often. It's, it hasn't happened since 2016 in mm-hmm. week one. And they were a touchdown underdog because Tom Brady was serving in suspension back then. They won outright against Bruce Arians and the Cardinals in Arizona that day. He's only been a, a dog like this since 2009 times. When he is getting a touchdown, he's 7-2 against the number. Ooh. Yeah, and he's always been really good against the, we we'll quote, young quarterbacks. Now, Mahomes at this point isn't really young anymore, but age 25 or under, when Belichick faces those quarterbacks, while he's been the head coach of the Patriots, He's 81 and 22 straight up. He's always got something in store for teams like this. He's always got his team prepared seemingly for games and moments and teams like this. I do like the Patriots as one of my best okay. bets getting the 7 this weekend.
2: All right, and then I'll I'll give you I got one for tonight, but I want to remind everybody, I have the Cardinals who started out at -120. mm Mhm. Uh, currently uh, rolling as we're as we're talking here. Cardinals are minus. Uh, started out minus minus one twenty. There, there. When I put them up, they were plus one oh five. Okay, uh, because they actually have a pitcher on San Diego that's going, and because of their offensive thing. So I had them also on Carmen and Yurko, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, you missed a little, missed a lot. South Florida plus the twenty one. Uh, and it's up to 21 and a half. So I like South Florida uh, with Cincinnati. And this, these are all terrifying picks. This is what <laughs> the system gives me. And this is the worst one. Arkansas. Arkansas. Plus, Arkansas. oh, God. Uh, pull the hearse up. Arkansas <laughs> plus 17 and a half. I got to take against a pretty tough Mississippi State team. So uh, my Real other tough. game, Minnesota Vikings. There you go. Minnesota like Vikings playing the Houston uh, Texans. I think. I love Watson. I'm terrified of this game. But I think that Zimmer will have a game plan put in place to keep it close. I like Minnesota to win the game outright, uh, but that's it. So I got Minnesota uh, plus the four. I got St. Louis in baseball. I have –
0: you got Arkansas. Oh, well,
2: Arkansas and South Florida. And South Florida. And
0: I like the Vikings play, too. I think you're right. No. Zimmer, I know. I hate Charm, to say don't
2: it. But up, don't let me take you Hey, down, listen.
0: I had, I had the Vikings last week. That was one of my winners. You're right, though. This spot, normally better for Zimmer. I'll give you one other game, too. I got one college game I like. Yeah, give
2: me one more, my South friend. South
0: Carolina goes to Gainesville. Florida's laying a big number at home, 17 and a half. Uh, Gators D last week allowed 35 points and over 600 yards of offense. I think that's too many points. To be laying uh, with a defense coming off a performance like that. Each of the last three meetings in this series has been decided by eleven points or less. And Will Muschamp almost pulled the upset going back into Gainesville a couple years ago with the Gamecocks. And over the last seventeen seasons, South Carolina is seventeen and five against the number getting two touchdowns or more. So I'll go ahead and take the 17-and-a-half this weekend with South Carolina. That's it. We're taking some big dogs, there baby. it is. I know. Hopefully it's a dog weekend, buddy. Thanks to Randy Merkin. Thank yes, you to sir, Sean Randy. Davis. Yes, uh, Jim Miller, Prime Swap, and Luke Pergandy, Ooh. our guys. Everybody have a great weekend. Happy wagering. And Mike and I will be back. We're going to keep doing it, folks, because we love talking sports yep. gambling with you. We'll see you next Friday night. Mike, you have a great weekend. Happy Waging, buddy. You too, Carmen.
2: So long, everybody. It's been fun.
0: See you next week on The Odds Couple, everyone. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen devalgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000.